0: Now, let's talk about expansion. Um, I think, you know, with the expansion news, everything that's going on right now, being down here in Texas, I'm right in the middle of it. And the number one option for the Big 12 right now is to try to merge with uh, the Pac-12. Um, I know that is not what Memphis fans want to hear, what Cincinnati fans want to hear, what UCF fans want to hear, Um but I can tell you all that there is a silver lining to that in that if the Big 12 merges with the Pac-12, I think that right now, as we currently stand, that is the best-case scenario for Memphis. And I'm going to share with you why. Uh, the AAC has already proven that they can hold their own, and they have proven to be a very successful conference. Now... If the Big 12 and Pac-12 merge, and then the Big 10 and the SEC and the ACC, if if they decide to break off and form their own division, uh, that would be very bad for us. That would be very bad for us. And there is one scenario, if that happens, that I think would make most of us happy, and we'll go over that here at the end of this little segment. But my gut tells me that the number one thing the Big 12 wants to do is merge with the Pac-12. Now, I think that's the best case scenario for Memphis, and I'll get into why here in a second. Now, the question, though, is will that actually happen? I do not think so. Unless there's something going on out there that I'm not aware of, some information that I'm not aware of, there is not one Big 12 program that adds any value whatsoever to the Pac-12. And I think... ESPN knows that, I think Fox Sports knows that, ABC Sports, all of them, NBC Sports, CBS, they all know that. And that's why you're hearing no clamoring right now for this to actually happen. Big 12 is reaching out to the Pac-12, they are discussing it, Um, but there is absolutely no way that the Pac-12 agrees to any kind of a merger that would include the remaining eight Big 12 schools to make and get an equal distribution of money from the meteorites, from whatever merger happens. So the Pac-12 will continue making their tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars. And the Big 12 members, if they do form some kind of a merger, they're going to end up somewhere, right now they get about $37 million a year. But with Texas and Oklahoma gone, that's going to go down to about $15 to $18 million a year. And whether they merge with the Pac-12 or not, that's what they're going to be stuck with. So that's the first option. I think the next option is that the Big 12, uh, and I hate to say this to everybody, but there is not one program in the group of five ranks right now that adds any monetary value to the Big 12. I know that hurts for all of us to hear whether it's Brigham Young, whether it's Boise, whether it's UCF, whether it's Cincinnati, whether it's Memphis, none of us offer anything in regards to making it so that they would make more money per team. If we did, we would have already been invited. If Brigham Young did, they would have already been invited. If UCF offered more value, they would have already been invited the markets that all of these teams, including Memphis, are in, the eyeballs in those markets are already on. All the TV sets. They're already absorbed into all the ratings. We add no value to the Big 12. And so, I think it's time that we begin to set our expectations to be a little more realistic. If the Big 12 does decide to add two or three or four teams from the American Athletic Conference and BYU and Boise. It's not going to be because we add more value. It's going to be because of scheduling. It's going to be because ESPN told them to. We need more games for the basketball side of things. We need more games for the football side of things. If they stick to eight teams, they're only going to have seven games to play. Well, it's going to be hard to fill, that, fill their schedule and get 12 regular season games in or 11. So what do they do if the Pac-12 doesn't do this merger with them or doesn't absorb them altogether into their conference? I think that leaves, under this scenario, that the Big 12 is going to have to expand, most likely to 10. Under that scenario, and listen to me, Memphis does not get invited. Memphis does not get invited. You are looking at most likely Cincinnati, Cincinnati, and Brigham Young. Do they add value? Will they increase it from an $18 million a year payout to $25 million a year payout? No. It'll all be because of scheduling. Scheduling. What if they add four teams? Okay. Will it say if they add four teams, they've already added Cincinnati and Brigham Young? Who's the next one? Well, I think the next scenario is UCF. Okay, well, who's going to be the next one after that? It's going to be Houston. Texas, the Texas Longhorns are no longer in the way to block it, and it will be the Houston Cougars. So if the Big 12 expands by four teams, it will be Brigham Young, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF. You say, well, that spells doom and gloom for Memphis. Yes, if that stays as is, we will be left over in an extremely watered-down AAC. It will still be the best option for us. And if the AAC plays their cards right, they can go out and get a team or two from the Mountain West – or in Northern Illinois, you know, something I, I don't know. I don't have those answers. I'm just saying if the American Athletic Conference is wise in what they do, um, the teams that we lose can be replaced. Houston is no juggernaut in football or basketball. Yes, they've had a few years of success here, but they're no juggernaut. They are going to start struggling again. UCF, same thing. Cincinnati, same thing. None of those three schools are traditional powers. And if schools like East Carolina can step it up and help Memphis carry the weight, the AAC can survive losing Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF. How do I know this? Conference USA survived it. Conference USA lost Louisville, Cincinnati, South Florida, Marquette, lost them all. It survived and did well. Did so well that it still got poached for more teams. We're still going to have a good core of natural rivalries and teams in place. Now, if the Big 12 decides to go to 12 teams, there is still a scenario by which Memphis will get taken, and here it is. The ACC says, hold up a second, no Cincinnati. No, UCF, we want you to come to the ACC. I think right now the ACC is waiting to go to 16. They're at 14 teams right now. They're waiting to go to 16. They're waiting for Notre Dame to come along, but trust me, I don't care if they have 16, 20, or 24 teams in the ACC. They will take Notre Dame when Notre Dame says yes. And the best way to get Notre Dame to finally join a conference is for all these other conferences to come together and just say, you know what, Notre Dame, if you're not in the conference, no playoff for you. And that would happen. But if the ACC blocks UCF and Cincinnati from going to the Big 12 and invites them to the ACC, UCF and Cincinnati will not bat an eyebrow. They will go to the ACC in a heartbeat you will then see a scenario where Memphis gets invited to the Big 12. Because I think after Boise, after Brigham Young, after Cincinnati, after Houston, I think Memphis is in that group. So if Cincinnati and UCF gets invited to the ACC, Boise and Memphis will be the next logical choices to go to the Big 12. And then you'd be looking at a Big 12 that consisted of the current eight Memphis, Boise, Brigham Young. Be a pretty good conference. It'd be a pretty good league. The next option out there is if Kansas and Iowa State go to the Big Ten, which once again they offer no value whatsoever. But if things break down and the ace and the Pac-12 does not take on any kind of a merger with the Big 12, and the ACC does not invite Cincinnati or UCF, uh, the next thing that we want to see as Memphis fans, we want to see Kansas and Iowa State going to the Big 10 and West Virginia going to the ACC. We want to see that. The Big 12 will officially be done with only five teams left. Those remaining five teams would come on over to the AAC in a heartbeat at that point, and we would be left as a fan base with the best conference we have ever been in. And at that point, there wouldn't be much more shaking going on in regards to conference realignment. And I think we would finally have the conference that we've been waiting for for decades as Tiger fans. Once we decided that our football team was no longer going to be independent, uh, the football team has been, or, or the basketball team has been tossed to and fro from conference to conference to conference, all in the name of promoting our football program. And it has proven to be worthwhile as our football team is finally finding success on the field. But if we look up at the end of the day, and Memphis is in, An American Athletic Conference with four or five of the leftover Big 12 teams. That, my friends, is the best case scenario for us. Now, what if, though, Memphis is left behind? What if something happens? The Big 12 takes four or five teams and Memphis is not one of them. Or the Big 12 merges with the Pac-12. And then the ACC takes Cincinnati and UCF from us. And we're just left with nothing. Nothing. And then we end up with these four super conferences that's been talked about for about five to ten years now, and they break away. They break away to form their own division in college sports. The NCAA would now become the lower division, and they would become this major division now, and Memphis is left behind. There is one thing that the University of Memphis and other programs out there can do, those of us who have successful basketball programs. It's easy to think of a scenario where 64 football teams break off and form a a playoff. They only play 11 or 12 regular season games. It would be very easy to do that. They play 11 or 12 games per season, and they would have conference champions, and then they would have, say, a 16-team playoff after the model of the NFL. And Memphis most likely would be left out. Do we keep the football program? I think we do. We would have to accept our fate that our football program, we waited too long as a university and as a city push football and to try to make make it successful. Too little, too late. Maybe. What would happen to our basketball program? Well, I think when you look at the basketball side of things and, and if these 64 teams break off and form their own division, they are going to need more than 64 football teams. If I'm Memphis, under this scenario, I am getting on the phone and I'm doing everything I can to every major conference and just trying to join as a basketball-only school. Look at Wichita State in the American. Look at UConn. Just went to the Big East as basketball-only, making their football an independent. They're reading the writing on the wall. They saw what was coming. And if Memphis... And this basketball program wants to wisely position themselves right now in the face of possibly being left out of a new, higher division in college athletics. Memphis needs to be on the phone right now with the Big East. That would be the most natural thing we could get into. Well, the SEC would be, but we all know it's never going to happen. For all the obvious reasons. A bunch of punks. That's another conversation. But the Big East... If I'm Memphis right now, I I have them on standby to add us in basketball in the event that we are left out of a major conference, football conference in college athletics. I'm of the personal belief that if the 64 football teams break off, the Big East in basketball is going to be included. They will be a part of it. They will be a part of it. Because they're going to need more than 64 teams for college basketball. They're going to need somewhere in the neighborhood of 124. 120 to 130 basketball programs. To have the the schedules that they want, the round-robin schedules and the home-and-home schedules, and to have a successful, what would be a new basketball tournament. But all these presidents of these colleges and athletic directors, they're smart. If they do this, whatever new basketball tournament they're going to have is going to have 64 teams. I guarantee it. And they will copy the model from the NCAA tournament. And if Memphis is smart, right now they are making plans to try their best to be a part of that if they are left out of this latest round of conference expansion. All right, guys, so I'm, I'm out of time right now. Uh, can't do any more today. I hope you've enjoyed the first show. Please, in the comments section, if there is one on whatever platform you're listening to this on, please leave your thoughts, uh, even if you disagree with me. I'm fine with that uh, on some of the things that I said. But, hey, just leave your thoughts, and please keep listening, and uh, keep growing this thing, build, building this thing. And uh, the Memphis Tiger Sports Report, hey, I want this to become the number one go-to uh, for uh, Tiger fans out there. Let's make this thing happen.